The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. This is the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. This is WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. And hello, veterans out there. I know you guys had a great time over there on the Fenway honoring black veterans program sponsored by Home Base and Mass General and the Boston Red Sox Foundation. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there, but I'm certainly hoping that you were well received. Let's go right to the veterans page right quick. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we want to thank all the people out there, you know, our listening audience and beyond for, you know, showing support for veterans because they really need it during these times. I mean, there's so much stuff that's going on that really doesn't have to go on because this is America. This is the United States of America, the greatest country in the world. But yet we have homeless veterans. I was once in that population, and I'm here to tell you that I don't believe, and this is not just for me. This is for the other veterans that they don't have a voice, that there should be a situation wherein we can't have decent housing for ourselves. I've been going around the community talking to some of these community development corporations without me, you know, using their names on the show. But um, they building these houses, and you see the signs that says affordable housing all over the place, and hear people down the city hall talking about affordable housing and building houses, and you see lots and plots and Foundations being poured, and none of that is for veterans. Now, how about that? I go to the CDC people, and I say, I see you got a a new building or maybe two buildings going up. I mean, you know, these community development corporations, they all over the place. They live in Jamaica Plain, but they 
building stuff in Dorchester. I mean, they're spreading out now like a regular corporate development people, and they're supposed to be nonprofit. They're not giving the veterans any kind of consideration. I said to this particular person, I said, why can't we have scattered housing for veterans? Why can't you place uh, a situation where you have 10 apartments for veterans and their families? Because any buildings for veterans exclusively is not working to help veterans have decent homes to live in. And veterans are most situations on fixed incomes. So they can't make that down payment. They can't make that mortgage payment. They need to make adjustments around that. Veterans serve this country. If you're going to honor veterans, honor them by making sure that they have the basics, food and shelter, jobs, education opportunities. Give the Timoney School to veterans and veterans organizations with a plan, with a plan to revitalize that building and don't let it go up to just people, private equity people, to build what they want and not what we need. This is the other page. Radio. My name is Hayward Fennell. I know y'all know I'm a veteran. I'm proud of it, too. But I haven't always been proud of being a veteran, folks. But I'm proud because I have an opportunity to speak around certain issues for veterans. You know, they, they, they drop out of the sky, you know, with these programs, and they have all these movie stars. Some of them never visited in the military. And it's given the wrong picture of veterans as being unable to get services. We're trying to get more services. We're trying to get more services. And I want to thank uh, the people that were involved in getting that bill signed uh, yesterday or going to be signed today regarding that fight around those fire pits where you inhale all the smoke in, in combat from burns, burn pits, pit burns, or something like that, that affects the health and give people cancer and other respiratory illnesses. And the uh, Senate, last week, they, they, they didn't vote for it. But this week, they did vote. So veterans, you're going to be getting some benefits. And it seems as though the only way we're going to get some benefits is that we got to be on top of our job or something else is going to be on top of us. How are you going to be building all these buildings in Boston? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Have you seen the cement, cement mixing trucks driving through all over our communities, spreading all that pollution from their exhaust pipes, idling, waiting for traffic to move, and they just, these big trucks with, building supplies, etc., and none of it's for veterans. No, they haven't, they, haven't, they haven't looked our way. That's got to change. 
That has got to change. What a beautiful situation that was Sunday for the Puerto Rican parade. Boy, oh boy. But you know what? Those politicians was in there and they were smiling and waving to the potential voters as they run for election, different offices. You know, we got one coming up in September and, you know, we got the federal coming up next year. I guess it's next year, but they're not talking about veterans. Mm-mm. They, they, they didn't have, they didn't have, they didn't have no veterans unit marching yesterday. You know, veterans do, do good. They know, they know how to hide, you know. They camouflage their pain using drugs. That's alcohol included. And then they go overboard with it, end up having to go into detoxes, Then they got to get the services that they need. And I don't see no elected officials coming out on a regular basis except Aaron, uh, Aaron Murphy, city, city council, citywide, chairperson of the Veterans Committee. I don't, I don't see anybody, you know, talking about veterans to the faces of veterans. Do you know? Do you know that the stand down for this year, based on some information that I received, is only a half a day? A half a day, sometimes in September. Stand downs are an initiative wherein veterans that were in combat would be allowed to get some rest and recuperation before they went back into combat. Veterans today are still, quote-unquote, in combat. Homeless, substance abuse disorders, lack of service, lack of culture sensitivity when getting treatment, when being served. We must not allow our elected officials to smile and do nothing, absolutely zero, for our veterans and their families. We have the power, veterans. We just don't use it. We refuse to take it upon ourselves to speak for ourselves, and we let a lot of so-called elected officials talk about veterans around election time, make promises around election time, and don't do anything when they get our vote. This is The Other Page Radio. WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. My name is Hayward Fennell, and we are just so thrilled to be here today with you. Uh, less than a 90 degree in the heat day, too. How you like them apples?
The Oscar Micheaux Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater, looking to establish a year-round community-based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmichaudrep.tripod.com. November the 11th, 2022. November 11th, 2022 is going to be Veterans Day, a national holiday to honor our veterans, all of them. The Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company in collaboration with Berkeley College of Music and Roxbury Community College will be presenting two performances November 12th, November 13th at the Media Center at Roxbury Community College. And both performances on those two days will be a tribute to veterans. November the 12th and the 13th, the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company, a leading community-based theater program that trains young people and older people mixed with some professionals theater. We are going to take that stage and we are going to include some of the history around the Harlem Renaissance, which began in 1921. We're going to talk about the 369th Infantry Regiment, also known as the Hellfighters from Harlem, who fought in 1918 in France for France's freedom and won it and won it. They fought and won freedom and didn't have freedom for themselves. Come on now. Some of them stayed rather than to come back to the country that their ancestors built for slavery. You know that. And they, in this play, that's going to include James Weldon Johnson and the song that he wrote that we sang, the Negro National Anthem. We're going to talk about that in this play. We're going to talk about the importance of standing, fighting for your rights. It's going to be fun now. I can't help to let you know that uh, Stages Cultural Arts Center, located in Randolph, of course, they were in Boston for some years. They still dance here in Boston. They danced last Saturday, I believe it was Saturday, on the stage of the Lion King in New York City, some of their dancers. That's how good they are. And they're going to be involved 
in the Harlem Renaissance revisited with a gospel flavor on November the 12th and November the 13th when they introduced a genre called hip-hop into this play. We never did hip-hop before in the play, but we want to bring it all in with our friends at Berkeley College of Music, November the 12th and the 13th. Folks, we also have some vendor information. If the vendors are interested, 857-204-5312. Vendor information, 857-204-5312. For the tribute to the veterans with the 25th anniversary celebration. 25 years, this program, the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company, was started by a group of veterans and some other people. We're proud of what we do because veterans are an overlooked, let me say it again, veterans are an overlooked and underused community resource. Oh, boy, other page radio station. We on fire today, boy. I shouldn't say on fire because too much heat outside to compete with, say we on fire or that we hot. But let me just say something. Make sure that you stay out of that heat. If you don't have to be outside, stay in the house. Drink that water. Make sure you know about the variants of the uh, pandemic, COVID-19, is alive and well. And because of the weather is warm, people want to have fun, and they are. But you got to make sure that you're doing the safe way because there is a rise. There is a rise. And we got to make sure that you got your booster shots and that if you don't have your shot, get it. Get it. A lot of things are happening in the atmosphere, as you can see with the climate change. You know, you see fires, fires. Kentucky has been in the news for quite some time now. All over the world, climate change, climate changing. And it's become so political that the senior senator from Kentucky is not I mean, I, if I was a senator and I was from Kentucky and I see the flooding and the governor trying to explain 
what climate change has done, wiped out all those families and their homes and people looking for bodies. And there's no way in the world that I would vote not to have information about climate change and what we need to do about it to prevent it. Because if the trees burn down, folks, the earth cannot be held in place when it starts to raining and we get mudslides. I remember when they used to spray their hair with that aerosol and they were saying that the aerosol attacks the ozone and tears it open and the rays from the sun. They put something on the environment. You know, the sun has a lot of power and it can draw up moisture. You have droughts. You have parched land and we can't grow crops. Animals can't drink water from lakes and other places like they used to anymore. Right in the little suburban towns around Boston, they are talking about don't wash your car, don't water your grass, and if you do, you got to pay a fine, and all that has to do with climate change, environmental destruction. What you going to do if we don't have no trees? Please. So I'm saying that to say this. Kids was playing basketball Saturday down there in Derby Park. They seemed to have a program going on out there running up and down in their heat. Instead of sitting someplace on the tent, pitch tent, two or three of them out there and having some classes on climate change. I know, I know, I know. I know. You ain't got no money. You ain't got no money. That's what the city said. We got we got to wait for the government to give us some money while these big companies riding around in our area building all kinds of things, and they're not kicking in anything to try to educate our young people about climate change. Now, that's a shame. That's a shame. You would rather build a building than build a mindset of the importance of climate change and prevention. I, I don't understand that. Do you? The other page radio station talking to you today. I certainly want to make sure that you become a part of the solution and not be a part of the problem because uh, this is not going anywhere. I'm hoping that that lady senator from Arizona when the time comes for them to vote on a bill that's supposed to be directed at working on climate change and prevent some of the things that are happening as a direct result of our brutalizing our environment. I hope she signs that bill to make that majority uh, voting system that they have in the Senate work. Because 
Don't complain. If you know you're not doing anything and can do something. Look at, I mean, look. Here's the people running around here talking about they want to get elected. They should have said they want to get selected. Because I'm not understanding people that are not talking about issues that need to be discussed. Like monkeypox. What is monkeypox? I don't see any information out there about that. Of course, I took it on my own to find out some stuff. Got to say that we're going to invite the young lady back to the other page radio from uh, Whittier Street. Going to keep her up in here talking about health and what we can do to become healthier. You know, we, we, we do information sharing here. The other page radio, WBCA LP 102.9 FM Boston. And we want to thank you for listening. Looking forward to people beginning to move on some suggestions that we are making around our community and what's going on in our community. I'm telling you, folks, I'm glad that I have an opportunity once a week to come in here and not badger anybody with the truth, but just tell the truth. Because the truth will move you from a place of comfort. I'm, I'm looking forward to an all-inclusive strategy become a fact when I listen to news about people working for the city of Boston, particularly in the Department of Public Health, and these committees that they are forming to address some of the issues that are presently a menace in our community, like public health, like all the fanfare about moving the people from the tents on Mass Avenue, giving them a break as they move in, across the street from the fire department's headquarters on Mass Avenue. My goodness gracious. My goodness gracious. That's what I said yesterday. When I saw those old people, young people, in-between people with the remnants of tents that they have placed up along the sidewalk, trying to be shaded from the sun while they inject themselves. Whose idea was that? To be less than four blocks from the Department of Public Health, and you have all of this pain visible to people driving past. Some of them may be looking for their children who's caught up in their 
and didn't even recognize them because of the wreck that the drug does to the body. You have people that are 20, 22 years old look like they're in their 30s, late 30s, because of the wreck that the drugs do you. Police officers sitting there with the blue lights on. Nobody's getting arrested. Not when I saw them anyway. Right there by the Suffolk County House of Correction. Nobody's got a solution. They are people. Listen to me now. They are people that work in this community that has substance abuse issues that they were able to overcome and are available to work as opposed to appointing these committees or these former politicians who never, ever used a drink or a drug. Never. Why would you appoint them in leadership positions and they've never experienced kicking a habit. They've never experienced going to jail for a behavior that we can deal with. You don't have to incarcerate people all the time. You can make space available. Not like that hotel that used to be on Mass Ave that they've converted to a place where people that are actively using drugs can live in without any treatment. That's just like having a room that becomes a tomb if you don't give them treatment. And these people that I'm advocating for today are qualified. They may not have a LADAC certificate, but they have had the experience of going through the pain maybe more than one time before realizing that they could change their lives because they changed their thinking. Their behavior became opposite to what they used to do. But they don't get called in. They don't get looked at. And they should. I'm telling you, man, mind is a terrible thing to waste. If we give these people... An inch, they'll take a mile. Look at what's going on on Mass Ave as you drive by, and you will say, it's not my responsibility. It is your responsibility. It is your responsibility to ask the mayor questions. It is your responsibility to ask the commission, the Boston Public Health Commission, what is going on. It is your responsibility if you go to church to ask your pastor, what are you doing about this situation? It is your responsibility to ask those that are seeking office, public office, what have you done? What are you doing to avoid this public health hazard that we have in our community? What are you doing? I'm telling you, folks, nobody is coming to save us. We got to save ourselves. And we can do it. We can create a sustainable recovery 
process ourselves and stop saying that we need to get a grant for this and a grant for that. If you start doing the work, you'll start getting the resources. But it seems as though people are getting a little bit of money and they say, oh, that's it. That's it. No, that is not it. You're a problem if you're thinking like that. And there are a lot of people that think like that. Move out the way. Spring in a new day. Nobody wakes up in the morning and decide that they're going to be an addict. This is the other page radio. And we'll be right back. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I'm telling you, folks, it's so hot out there, you can fry an egg. Some, some, that's what, you know, they used to say that down south, you know, just to let you know how hot it is out there. And I want you to be careful out there because that heat ain't no joke. Find a cool spot to sit in. If you don't have to be outside, don't be outside. If you need to do your booster, People over at Whittier Street are real good at that. 617-427-1000. That's the number. And I want you to also know that whatever I say is what I say. It's not the radio station. It's me. It's my opinion. And I don't want to be offensive when I tell the truth. But I got to tell the truth, folks. We come a long ways, but we got much further to go. We got to respect our veterans. You know, I always tell people about this veteran when I was a kid growing up, and his name was Benjamin Seymour. And Benjamin Seymour graduated from high school. He was ahead of us. He was a quiet guy, nice guy. And he went into the Navy. He went in the Navy, you know, and that was some time ago. And at the time, you know, the Navy was segregated. By the way, uh, it was a tough ride. My uncle was in there, too. But anyway, because of the racism and hardcore racism, because it was systemic, institutionalized, segregated. Benjamin Seymour got discharged and was diagnosed as shell-shocked. Shell-shocked. Which is a term that they've changed now, and they say he had mental health disorders. He couldn't cope and he ended up 
traumatized. You know, he ended up being not who he was when he left. His sparkling eyes were like the dead fish in a seafood store that you see when you're looking to purchase fish. Dead eyes. Didn't talk much. Drank a lot. Shell shock, they called it. We call it traumatized from military experiences. And that happened to a lot of veterans. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something, right? Substance abuse was a real bad thing in the military until it became so overwhelming that they had to come up with an idea that substance abuse was treatable. So the bad conduct discharges stopped. And a lot of the people that got bad conduct discharges during that time period, especially during the Vietnam era war and subsequent wars after that, black men that lived in traumatic systems growing up that thought that that trauma was the way that it was supposed to be. And they didn't fit in with the orders, etc., that they were given. And so they were unfit. Some of them had used drugs, and they used the drugs to discharge them with bad conduct discharges, and that didn't give them any benefits. But now that's kind of changed. But the military still has not really, really looked at the trauma that was brought into the military and the added trauma that was so overwhelmingly wrong that the veterans, the black veterans, didn't even feel like they belonged in the military. They were oppositionally defiant. That's one of them clinician terms, folks. I used to work in the field. Yeah, they were oppositionally defined. Oh, no, we can't have this guy. We got to get him out of here. He's using drugs or drinking alcohol, too. Those are the kind of things that uh, cause people a lot of grief, man. People come out the military and they've changed and the family doesn't recognize that behavior because of the military, not understanding the trauma that segregation and discrimination can bring on a person. And then you compound it with people that don't have any knowledge of what the trauma is that they brought with them and why they're not responding in the manner that they want to respond. And then you see your friend uh, get blasted, all torn up. Boy, that's something for really to begin to understand. How do we heal? How do we heal? Because we got to heal. Life is worth living. Not being on Mass Ave on a hot day, standing around, looking like some of those people, and you might know some of them. You might want to ask an elected official to go over there 
and talk to those people. You might want to do that. But some of your family members might be over there. You got a lot of people that are not from Boston, easily recognizable because they carry these backpacks and they are looking real bad. And our children are being exposed to that. But on a more pleasant note, back to Berkeley College of Music and the upcoming November 12th and 13th performance of the Harlem Renaissance Revisited with a gospel flavor. We have so many talented people that are going to be a part of this that you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. There'll be information on your Facebook about whatever you need to know, numbers, etc. But this play talks about the 369th Infantry Regiment, also known as the Hellfighters from Harlem. These young men went to France and they fought so well with so much bravery that the French were calling them the men of Bronx. The men of Bronx. We don't talk about that history too much. We don't talk about service that black veterans did in North Africa, service that black veterans did in Italy. Yeah. They fought there, saved them people. You know, and uh, came home. Woo! They didn't know who they was fighting for. Even today, you know, we see people that are descendants of the people in the country that we fought for. They don't care nothing about us, man. Mm -mm. Then there was Korea. I know you know about Korea. Woo! Yeah, that was that was during the time when Harry S. Truman did the uh, executive order ninety nine eighty one ninety nine eighty one executive order ending segregation in all branches of the United States military, signed by Harry S. Truman, president. Mm -hmm. Last month, July twenty sixth. Last month, July 26, 1946. Got to know them days. Oh, yeah. The veterans calendar, black veterans calendar, received a document in support of creating a United States commemorated stamp series based on the images from the Black Veterans Calendar. We are seeking signatures that we plan, Triad Veterans League, that we plan to present to the appropriate department of the United States Postal Service, asking them to consider creating a commemorative, commemorative stamp series that will educate the community 
across the United States about the contributions of black veterans because they are overlooked and underreported this history of sacrifice and gallantry. We gotta we gotta understand the importance of this work. That's why we're doing this play. Talking about James Wendell Weldon Johnson. James Weldon Johnson wrote the United Anthem. Lift every voice and sing. Remember that? And the people started rising up and standing up and feeling good about themselves. They chose to talk freedom ring. Let freedom ring. That's what we got to do. We got to be a part of this. Let freedom ring. That's what those guys did. That's what my uncles did when they went in the military. That's what my brother did when he was jumping out them airplanes. I couldn't figure that one out. Jumping out of airplanes, man. You know, he was a commissioned officer, too. Then I had another uncle that did over 20 years in the military. And another uncle just did what he was supposed to do. He got drafted. So I want to thank you for your service. Speaking of thanking you for your service, it's a project that we tried Veterans League has started with uh, help and support of Whittier Street Community Health Center. Again, that number is 617-427-1000. Find out about those shots and the pandemic and the variant that's uh, roaming around. So we're going to do some stuff to honor a lady by the name of Elizabeth Williams. Beth Williams, she was a daughter of a veteran, and uh, she worked with us. She passed suddenly. But you'll hear more about that November the 7th event that we were planning at the Boston Public Library. We've got to keep things going because uh, we don't want you to forget this history that we always talking about and its importance. This again is the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. I'm real happy to be here today. August, August is going to be a real hot month. So I want you guys to try to chill and think about some good things that keep you even cooler. Don't get mad because it's hot out there. You do the same thing when it's cold. When it's snow, oh, I hate the snow. Well, I'm glad to be able to feel it. We are here again today also to tell you about an upcoming project that we're going to introduce using kids and with the help of Berkeley College of Music. You know, about these racial slangs and slurs that have become commonplace in our communication. We don't need that. Because you say it doesn't mean it's right. Racial slurs are a way of degrading people. And so we come up with a project that we want to initiate soon called That's Not My Name. Hip-hop style. Working with stages. 
cultures, arts center. The ones that I mentioned earlier, the ones that last weekend they were fabulous on the stage of the Lion King down in Broadway in New York. Kids right out of Boston. That's what we want to do. We want to inspire people. We don't want to be calling them all kind of names and stuff like that because of their skin color, because of their physical features, because of their hair. That's a painful thing when somebody walking down the street and somebody yells something out at the car from a car and the car keeps driving and people be laughing in there because they insulted you. No, we can't do that to each other, folks. That's not what it's... It's okay to be different now. We can learn that it's okay to be different, but we can't be... Uh-uh, we can't be calling us them names that don't belong to us. You know, people get mad. They may not say anything. You know, you say, I was just joking. Boy, jokes hurt. Don't you remember when we used to say sticks and stones will hurt your bones? Names will never hurt you. I'm sorry. I don't agree. I don't agree with you. It's another thing they did in the military. You know, using a foul language. Name calling. You know. Yeah, you carrying a big old gun, somebody calling you something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some shooting. You're right. I know you didn't like it. Didn't you realize what you was holding in your hand? Decided to take a stand. That was the wrong stand, though, if you did that. If you did that, that was wrong. Let's learn how to talk to each other in better ways. It's called communication, not these jerk conversations. I had a real great tape today, folks. I really did. We're about to wrap things up, but I just want our veterans to know that we care about you guys. When I say guys, I'm talking about the females, too. No disrespect. Because they, they catch hell. They caught hell. You've seen it. You've seen how the military denied that it happened to them and they wouldn't prosecute the the ones that did what they did to them ladies. They got the ladies so messed up, they didn't even want to report it. So they internalized it, the shame and the pain. Then something happened, and people began to take notice that these people that were misrepresenting the uniform and abusing our female soldiers. Mm-hmm. Look, if nothing else, America, with all its wealth, has homeless veterans. I ain't got nothing against the Ukraine. Nothing at all. I ain't got nothing against the city of Boston when they build a pavilion for gorillas in the Franklin Park Zoo and can't a building, one building in Roxbury for veterans. I got a problem with that. And I'm taking a stand on it. 
I got a problem with community development corporations that are nonprofits, supposedly, that can organize strategies to come into our community and rebuild and build housing and don't have a strategy for our veterans. I got a problem with that. And you should have a problem with that, too. The VA is moving, folks, and they're reconfigurating their mission. A lot of us are going to have to go to West Roxbury because they won't be having them services in Jamaica Plain. I don't know if you go downtown on Causeway Street. I don't know about that. But I got a problem when you got people that say they want to be elected and they don't have a strategy for our veterans except to make a promise to them that you're not going to keep. I got a problem with that, and you should have a problem with that, and we should have a response for respect. It's called for respect for our veterans. That's what we need to do. Because right now, we're being misrepresented. Veterans are not pawns, especially for politicians. If you're going to do something, do something. But don't act like you're doing them no favor because veterans serve and you didn't. The truth will set you free. I'm free. When you look at the amount of veterans that's incarcerated in the prisons today and they're not getting any kind of service or care, they're being humiliated because they're veterans. Oh, they don't need nothing. If they did, they wouldn't be in jail. Behavior comes in different forms. The best form is to rethink. You rethink. It's been a great day, wonderful day. Other Page Radio, my name's Hayward Fennell. Thank you so much. And don't forget, veterans are an overlooked and underused community resource. Have a great day. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass. 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617 708 3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.